Good evening, everybody, and welcome to The Elegant Hoochies. I am your host, Taco. And tonight, we're going to talk about relationships, healthy relationships. I have a special guest with me. Um, His name is Ace. Want to go ahead and say something, Ace? Hello, 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 Elegant Hoochies. I am proud to be a guest here. Like she said, my name is Ace. So tonight we're going to talk about what we think makes a healthy relationship. I feel like in this generation, relationships aren't really taken seriously as often. um, And people end up getting played or, you know, people just want to be single. So it's really hard to date. Um, I am 33. I'm 32. I am 32. I'm over here lying. I'm 32 and I feel like dating in my age is, it's not fun. Um, I am lucky to have someone right now. So I don't have to actually be in the dating scene at the moment. But what do you feel makes a healthy relationship? feel like the foundation of a healthy relationship um is trust and that's in any relationship whether it be a platonic relationship whether it be romantic you know any type of relationship you have i feel like trust should always be the foundation because if you don't have trust what can you build off of you know you can't have a healthy relationship with somebody that you don't trust if you don't have trust from the beginning, well, then maybe you shouldn't have started that relationship. Okay. Um. I agree with you. Um, I Sometimes I'm a little too trusting. I definitely give people trust up front, and then you pretty much chip away at your own trust. Um, and once you do something, of course, you're going to have to gain that trust back. But I definitely do think that trust is very important. Um, I think communication is up there as well with trust because a lot of the time that's all we have. That's all we have is communication, especially if you're in a long distance relationship or because everyone's quarantined right now or in the house. So you can't really see your partner. You need to be able to effectively communicate with your partner. Yeah, I I agree. Um, You know, and the thing about that is it's so easy nowadays to miscommunicate. Um, You know, a lot of the times, like, we've lost, you know, touch with each other, I'd like to say. You know, a lot of times we we get to texting and we, we communicate through that. It's very easy to miscommunicate through text. You know, you can say something through a text which could be miscon- misconceived on the other end. And then you're in a situation where, you know, one party feels like they've done nothing wrong and the other one perceives it as something else. Um, so, and communication is not hard at all. It's just for some people, it's a hard thing to grasp. Right, and we are living in a digital age or a computer age, I should say, when text messaging and, you know, it's so easy to lose sight of how to communicate because, granted, we're on our phones every day, but our forms of communications are a lot different now than what they used to be. 
a lot of the times you don't have to be face to face with somebody like dating now it's through apps and it's not traditional as to how you meet people um so i do definitely think that communication is important how we communicate is important um and then of course trust like you said um what are your thoughts on having a partner who who let me put it differently how do you communicate with your partner when they're lacking somewhere? Um, me personally, I believe in, you know, overall honesty and transparency, um, regardless of how the other person may feel, because at the end of the day, me, per- yeah, so me personally, me being honest with somebody it isn't to tear them down it isn't to you know tell them that they're doing something wrong and to let them know like they're less of they're less than something right i'm honest with you so that you can you know learn from what i'm saying and take my input and improve right i think a lot of the times people get offended when their partner is honest with them and it sucks because me being honest with you is not to hurt your feelings. It's it's to genuinely tell you what I don't like or I don't want in a relationship. And it's not always taken that way. It could be, I want to change something in the bed and my partner could be offended because it's, a, it's an attack on them sexually. And that's not the case. The case is, is we're two completely different people. So what you like and what you're accustomed to may not be what I like and what I'm accustomed to. And I think in a relationship, you should be able to have those conversations and adjust accordingly. If you decide that you don't want to adjust, that's, that's on you. That's up to you. But at least your partner let you know that, you know, this is something that I like or I don't like. And... Or I would like for you to do more of this. Um, some women are accustomed to... Some women's love languages are, you know, spending time. You could buy a woman who loves to spend time with you a bunch of gifts. But if that's not what she wants, it's not doing anything for her. You may think that she wants that. But if she just wants to spend time with you, you know, it should be okay to have these conversations with your partners. And I, I really wish people would have more conversations like this because then I feel like there'd be possibly less cheating. Um, I feel like when we continue to say what we want um, and it's not, you know, reciprocated, then that's when we cheat. Or when we don't say what we want and we just say, I don't like this about this person, that's when we cheat as well. So since I brought up a topic of cheating, what are your thoughts on cheating? Um, well, I'm going to just start this off by saying that cheating is never okay. Cheating is never okay. It's never okay to say, oh, I cheated on you, but this is the reason why. So it's okay that I cheated. No. There, I do believe that there are different reasons for cheating. Um, I believe that there are understandable reasons for cheating. Um... But does that make it okay? No, not at all. And I feel like if you're in a relationship with somebody and you show disloyalty or, you know, just... And again, that goes back to trust. If you can betray my trust knowingly, 
you know, then, like I said, you it is possible to gain that trust back, but it's it's gonna be very hard. Me personally, I don't accept cheating in any capacity. Um, and I have cheated before. I'm not completely exempt from it. Um, but yeah, that's just the way I see it. All right. For me, um, hmm. I, I feel like if you're going to cheat, just be single. Um, I do definitely understand that people do have different reasonings for cheating. I've cheated before. My reasonings were I've expressed something and, you know, you say, oh, I'll change. And then you continue to do it. So it's kind of like, OK, um, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do. Granted, that was definitely not the right thing to do. I should have just left in that instinct, but I didn't. Um, but like I said, you know, it's it's not right. And I feel like if people communicated effectively in relationships and actually wanted to change because I feel like if I tell someone I don't like something and they don't want to change it's not really going to matter what I say at the end of the day you know what I mean it's really going to be well this is what you want not me so at the end of the day I'm going to be the same person that I am a lot of relationships there's no room for change they are who they are and it is what it is type of thing and it shouldn't be like that it definitely shouldn't be like that. It definitely, you should be able to, you know, change and not change who you are completely. But I do definitely feel like you should be able to be a better person for, you know, um, your significant other. Shouldn't be hard. Um, okay. Um, how do you feel about when past relationships can affect your current relationship with somebody oh um i feel like it's inevitable for your past to you know play some type of part in how you are as a person i try my hardest not to ever compare my exes to my current just because they're completely different people but i also had to realize was if I continuously compare them, I feel like that might mean that that's my type. My type is, you know, it's, it's not, it's a, my type might be this toxic person or this toxic type of person. And maybe I need to change that about myself. But I definitely think that we should learn from our experiences with our past, from our past relationships and move forward and not, don't hold that against the person that you're currently with because it's definitely not fair to them for them to have to deal with a broken person that they didn't break. Yeah, and a lot of time I see, and even have done this, it's been a lot of times where I've seen people get into relationships and they'll judge that person based off their past relationships. So like, let's say they got cheated on in their last relationship, they're automatically gonna get into a relationship and assume that that person's gonna cheat at, at the, at the slightest sign of you know something that reminds them of their previous partner right and i will say as someone who is you know recently divorced i know what i don't want in a person and i know what i will not deal with in a person um there are red flags that we all love to you know ignore like oh my god you see them later on but i i'm not going to go into a, a relationship you know 
assuming everyone's going to be like my ex-husband because that's not fair to them but i do know if i do see those red flags now then i need to go ahead and just end it because i know for a fact that this is leading somewhere else um you know i gave that person chance after chance after chance for you know off and on for 13 years of my life and at some point i should have said you know what this is not working i need to go um but of course when you love someone you try to continue to give them chances but it did teach me you know it taught me to value myself more it taught me to just because i have a history with someone does not mean that i'm supposed to be with that person so um definitely i definitely think that our past relationships do um affect our current relationships but hopefully it affects them in a way to where it's you're learning from those past relationships versus your you know someone else has to build you up because your ex broke you that's not fair to that new person because they did not do anything to hurt you but they have to pick up all the pieces right right and yeah you pretty much hit the nail on the head so what are your thoughts on um polygamy versus monogamy um and a little bit if I, I hope everyone knows what polygamy is but polygamy is basically when you are in a relationship you and your partner are in a relationship with someone else it's not just about sex because a lot of people think polygamy is just about sex but it's literally a connection or a soul tie that you know you and your spouse or your your partner have with another person versus monogamy which is you know you're with your one partner okay um i can see how polygamy can work for certain people um and by all means if it works for you do it if polygamy is something that can work for you and you can handle being in a relationship of that capacity by all means do it if it makes you happy me personally i prefer a monogamous relationship um you know and that's that's of course it comes from conditioning i've been conditioned that hey you're supposed to be with one person um you know you're supposed to be faithful to one person be in a relationship with one person so conditioning plays a part in it um but also just the type of person that i am i wouldn't be able to share an emotional connection with multiple people at one time got you I think for me, as a pansexual person, um, I love the idea of being in a relationship with, you know, two people. I love the idea of having a girlfriend and a boyfriend as someone who likes both sexes and everything in between. Um, but I know that my jealousy would not allow it. Um, I... If we're doing things together, all three of us, I'd be great with that. But the moment I'm at work and my two partners are out without me, oh, I'm going to be like, you guys got ice cream and I'm at work. <laughs> like, this is what you guys are doing. 
So for me, I know it it sounds amazing to think like I can have an emotional attachment to a man and a woman or a man and someone who's in between. Um, and we all just love each other for each other. But I know, I just know I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I know it would end terribly. And I, I'd always probably feel like my partner, you know, wants to be with my other partner more than me. They're new. They're fresh. You know what I mean? Like we were already together and now you have this whole new person to get to know. And I feel like mentally it would, it would just get to me. I wouldn't be able to do it. I commend anyone who can do it though. It, it seems amazing. And it seems like you have to have a lot of patience and a lot of love to be able to love two people, you know, at the exact same time. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I was saying. Like, if it works for you and you have the emotional capacity to do that and be happy, definitely go for it. Definitely go for it. Um, like I said, it just it's just not for me personally. Right. I got you. I completely understand. Um, like I said, it's not just about sex. And a lot of people, I think, mix um, polygamy and threesomes up a lot because you know it's you're being with multiple people or even open relationships um they're all completely different things open relationships are you are in a relationship with somebody and then you guys are able to see other people it's not you guys are all seeing each other at the same time so i think that's what the difference is and you have to have the mental capacity to be able to have emotions for two people and have two different emotions and two different types of love because you're not going to love them the same that's not possible for you to have the exact same love for two completely different people yeah because people all people are different so they demand you know different types of love you know so so how do you want to be loved um honestly the way i want to be loved i know gifts aren't really a big thing for me um the way my love language i would say is affirmation um you know constant reminders of what i'm doing right what i'm even what i'm doing wrong so that i can improve um because i'm always striving to get better and i'm always striving to do good and it's just nice to be recognized because, you know, I've been in situations and relationships where I didn't receive affirmation. I didn't, I was never told what I did right, I, but I was sure reminded when I did something wrong. Right. So that's something that I value, like, a lot. Um, you know, so I guess that would be my love language. Got you. Completely understandable. Um, and I'm glad that you said love language because I think that, you know, everyone should definitely, who's in a relationship or even single, should find out what their love language is because I think a lot of the times we go into relationships and we do things that we love people the way that we want to be loved and that's not always how everyone else wants to be loved. So like you said, your love language is affirmation. Mine is quality time or mine is spending time. So for me, it's gifts are great. Like you, you love a gift. But if I can't spend time with you, I'm not going to be truly happy. 
So for me, like, yes, I would love for you to buy me things for special occasions, birthdays, Christmas, Valentine's Day, but you can't buy my love. I need you to be, I want to be in your skin. <laughs> I want to be there next to you. We don't have to be doing anything. We could be watching a movie. We could just be talking, cuddling in bed, but I need you to be there and I need to be able to feel your presence. Um, so I think that is great that people know what their love languages are because a lot of the times people buy each other's love and you are never truly happy because that's not really what you want. So what do you do if your family does not like, and I, I say does not like, not necessarily they know anything about that person, but if they just aren't too fond of your partner, what do you do if your family is just not like, it's not feeling that person that you date? Um, well, if they just not feeling the person that I'm dating, of course, that's my family. I have a good family. They have my best interests at, in mind. So I know that they're not coming from a, a malevolent place or anything like that. But at the end of the day, I will listen to what they have to say. Um, whether or not that's going to affect the way I see my partner, it, 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 it won't affect the way I see my partner. Of course, I'm going to listen to their opinions and I'm going to take it into consideration. And I'm going to know their feelings about that person that I'm dating. But at the end of the day, it's not their relationship. Right. No. I agree with you to a certain extent. Um, for me, my family can feel however they want. I honestly don't care about their opinions. They're going to give them anyway, though, because that's just how family is. But at the end of the day, you have to let me be with who I'm going to be with and who I want to be with. Because that's just like I can tell, you know, people in my family will look at who you're with. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day... I don't let it get to me. I don't like you should never care how your family feels about your partner. Especially in my case, my family doesn't even live in the same state as me. So you telling me how you feel about my partner means what to me? You don't have to look at either one of us, honestly. So I think that whoever you're happy with, you should be happy with them, regardless of, you know, color or even if they're the same sex as you, go for it. Do whatever makes you happy. Right. Okay, so how do you feel sex can affect how you look at a person romantically and emotionally? That's kind of hard um, <clears throat> because I feel like if you really get to know somebody before you have sex with them, if they have crappy sex, I feel like you're already too invested at that point. And you're just like, dang, I really like this person, but the sex is trash. I guess it just depends on um, if you can actually change it, like if it can be worked out, like can we fix, you know, our bad sex? You know what I mean? Um, and I guess that's really what it comes down to is, is if I feel like sex is it's important, but it's not that important. Because there's a lot of people who are in long distance relationships who, you know, don't have sex very often, but they're in a healthy relationship. So I do definitely feel like depending on what the situation is, like if I'm telling you that you're doing something I don't like, 
and you just continue to do it, it it's not going to work for me, honestly. Um, I've been with people who had small penises. I've been with people who had really big penises. Um, both could be bad. So it's not, you know what I mean? It's really up to the person. But I really think that if it's something that you're not willing to fix, that is fixable. It's definitely going to affect the way our our relationship is and how, you know, I'm never going to want to sleep with you. Some people are like, mm, he doesn't do enough for me or he doesn't do the things that I need him to do and vice versa. I feel like if, you know, my partner is telling me I want, I want more head and I'm just like, mm, I don't, I don't really want to suck it like that. That's not, it's, it's not for my pleasure. It, you can't please me and I'm not willing to do the same for you. So I feel like it'll definitely affect, um, our relationship as a whole, you know, not just romantically, but how we communicate with each other. Cause I feel like we'll always be aggravated and just be like, oh, whatever. I don't want to talk to this person anymore, but yeah. Um, I've had some experiences where people were all about themselves and they only cared about their nut. And, um, it kind of sucks because you're like, well, what about me? And that's one of those hard conversations you have to let them know, like, hey, I know you came, but I didn't. And if they're not willing to change it, got to cut them off. Got to go. What about you? Um, I feel like sex can mix up a lot of things. I feel like, I feel like two people can have a good relationship and bad sex can ruin the relationship. I also believe that people can have a terrible relationship and have great sex and it confuses you mentally. Because that's all you guys have is sex. Right. And I feel like a lot of people confuse great sex with a great relationship and that's not that's 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 not what it is. Right. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree with you. Um, I, That's why I feel like it's so important to it's important to get to know people but I feel like getting to know people could kind of hurt you in a way as well because if you don't know how the dick game is and then you try it out six months later and you're like wow if I would have did this in the beginning I could have just walked away but it does suck when suck suck when you only have great sex that's it you the conversation sucks you guys are not compatible in any kind of way and it's like dang I really wanted more from this person but all he has to offer is dick um and then it also sucks when you want so much from someone and they barely have any dick. So I completely <laughs> understand both sides of it, um, you know, but a lot of people do lead their relationships with sex and we got to stop doing that. We have to actually start going on dates and getting to know each other and, you know, things like that because sex is not everything. But yeah, I wanted to thank my guest, Ace, for coming on tonight. Um, thank you for coming to talk about romance and relationships and sex and all that good stuff with me. Um, I, hope, I hope everybody does try to find out what their love language is to, to be better partners. Um, yeah, um, make sure you buy your girlfriend flowers because she deserves it. Um, take your boyfriend out to eat, you know do whatever it takes for you guys to have healthy relationships um until next time i am your host on the elegant hoochies 
Taco. Have a good one.